You're listening to What Devay Said About Music, the beard on the shoulder of Pirate Radio with your host, Bob Devay, your personal music pusher. So get high on his supply. And uh, I remember when I was in that little bitty radio station and I was playing all those rock and roll records? Well, that's what I'm doing right now. If you can visualize that, that's what all of us in radio do. Did you hear? 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 What do they say about music? We're all still in the van, you know? I feel like like a hard-working man today. This song's called Hard-Working Man. This song's about uh, working hard. This song's about riding real hard in the backseat of a van from L.A. You guys don't have real jobs probably, right? Right? Yeah, we don't have it.
Well, hello, my Duvidians, and welcome to What Duvet Said About Music. I'm your host, Robert Bob Duvet, the hardest working man in this kitchen right now hosting a podcast. Yes, that's right. You are joining the only podcast hosted from the epicenter of podcasting, ground zero for the new radio, the kitchen of my apartment in San Francisco, California. Welcome, everybody. It's another week. And I think what the theme is going to have to be this week is bands that are working hard and earning it on the road, at least for the very beginning of this show. I want to give a shout out to Natural Child, who let us in. That was an introduction for our hardworking man, song off their soon-to-be-released record. Look for it. It's on Infinity Cat. It's going to be called 1971, and it's coming out on 420. That's April 20th. And a great band, great show at the Verdi Club. You can go to the blog, www.whatduvaysaid.com. Read all about it. I took some great pictures. I uh, reviewed the show. It was a good one. I really like these guys. I've been playing them the last couple of weeks, and I look forward to doing an interview with them. It's all in the works, people. Speaking of interviews, I was blessed last Thursday night to go to the bottom of the hill and see Chopin and her happy hookers. And I was the happy hooker. Because the show was awesome. Shilpa Ray was awesome. She was kind enough to sit down with me after the show. We had a nice little 10, 15 minute conversation. It wasn't an interview, it was a conversation. I want to play that for you in just a few minutes, in about 15 minutes or so. But first, I want to give a shout out to you, my Davidians, for writing in, for paying attention, for going to the blog. I can't thank you enough. I hope you enjoyed last week's show. I, I got a lot of good feedback. People like the hip-hop, so I will definitely play it from time to time. I want you to know that you can always call us at 415-937-0445. That's 415-937-0445. Let me know what you think. Leave a message. I'll play it on the air as long as it's uh, you know grammatically correct and there isn't too much profanity. Ah, oh, fuck it. Swear. Swear. This is, this is pirate radio, folks. And we are the parrot on the shoulder of pirate radio. And I am pleased to be your, oh, your captain on this ship of fools. What else can I tell you? Oh, you can always write to us at whatduvaysaid at gmail.com. That's whatduvaysaid at gmail.com. To kick us off, I want to play a little ode to bands that are traveling the country near and far playing show after show like Natural Child. It's a long drive, folks, from L.A. to San Francisco and from San Francisco to Portland. And I've just witnessed two bands in one week that are doing exactly that to bring you the music that you so, uh, you know, so, so deserve. But know that these guys are working hard and they're not making a lot of money doing it. And if you think there's a lot of glamour attached to riding in a 15-passenger van... Listen a little bit later to the Chopin Ray interview and you will get a better understanding of how much hard work is involved. And uh, I hope that makes you go out to the merch tables when you're at these shows and buy shirts, buy CDs, buy whatever they're selling because that is gas money, folks. That is money for cigarettes. That is an extra shot of whiskey at the end of a long day that gets them to the next show. So pay it forward, as they like to say. Let's, let's just pay it forward. We're going to pay it forward right now. My salute to you with ACDC doing It's a Long Way to the Top if you want to rock and roll. 
And you might as well throw podcasting in there and writing.
That's right. That was the double shot of the classic rock. For those about to rock, I salute you. Those of you on the road, drive safe. Ten and two, people, if you're listening to this. All right. Somebody else that knows how to rock are Shilpa Ray and her happy hookers. And I'm going to get right into the interview. It wasn't an interview. Again, it was a conversation, as, as you will hear it unfold. They played the bottom of the hill last Thursday night. It was a great show. They're opening up for Acid Temple Mothers or Acid Mothers Temple. Band from Japanese at any rate. It was a, it was a full show. And like I said, Shilpa Ray and her happy hookers put on a rock show. And I was really happy to see a rock show. And you will be happy to hear the interview. It took place backstage up in the green room at the bottom of the hill. I will play you it right after a song from Shilpa Ray and her happy hookers. And we'll play another. I know I spotlighted them last week, but it's a great band. I really want to drum the point home. Go out and buy the record, Teenage and Torture. And without further ado, I give you the conversation. Hi, my name is Shilpa Ray of Shilpa Ray and her happy hookers. And you're listening to What Duvet Said.
So I'm just gonna like ask just a couple quick questions okay. and nothing too uh, crazy. But okay, cool. the first first question I gotta ask is, what comes first, the harmonium or the singer? Um, the writing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm really particular about lyrics. Um, not in a way that I I don't want them to come off as being pretentious, but I want them to sound natural, like I'm talking to somebody. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I I really like to uh, go off on the lyrics, and I think like when I'm singing, I like to sing stuff that feels good when you sing, you know. So it, it really does like start with that. Um, and so the the writing and, and were you always like singing and right or were you like writing first and then you're like I, kinda I did everything separately like growing up I was um, classically trained in uh, indie music when I was six and then uh, that's when I started playing harmonium and that's when I started playing piano and stuff like that mm -hmm. and then the writing came because my mom to get me to like stop being lazy uh, would ask me to write her stories and stuff for fun when I was at home from school or something like that so I just started writing that's cool yeah, so yeah. that's kind of like the evolution of like the, yeah. the, the, the lyrics and stuff like that yeah yeah I come from a storytelling culture so mm -hmm. uh, everybody tells stories I'm Bengali so most of my family's based out of Calcutta mm -hmm. and that's what people do they sit on their stoop and they tell stories to each other a lot so do you think that I mean beyond the, the kind of lyrical aspect do you think that that comes into the musical part of it at all like I mean I I would never make that connection listening to oh like the oh lyrics and stuff well the the you know the, the Bengali Indian culture in the actual oh. music itself oh yeah totally um the way I sing when I like open like with an open mouth and no lyrics is very in, like traditionally Indian that you do that a lot in classical mm -hmm. music and the use of like the drone and the harmonium and stuff but most of the chord structures in the songs are Western so mm -hmm. I've been I've been tried doing ragas <laughs> I haven't done a rag in like years I would probably fail at it at this point yeah. it's really hard well, who knows maybe, maybe down the line <laughs> yeah down the line I need to retrain I gotta like study under someone again I want to talk about the record a little bit because I love it it's called Teenage and Torture people run out and buy it um, <laughs> it sounds like a big record a, like, a, like a record follow me on this one I hear a lot of albums that sound like they were done in somebody's bedroom or basement or whatever this sounds like a big rock record yep. where you know it could fill arenas you know the music oh, wow. and well I mean it, <laughs> yeah, it just yeah. doesn't sound like a you know lo-fi recording or like and it's refreshing quite honestly so oh, cool. How did you record the record, and was that like something you wanted to do? Is like make a like a bigger sounding album? Oh yeah, yeah. totally. Because we, I mean, we wanted to make something that would emulate how we sound live. Um, so Jason was uh, the producer on this record, and we met up with him. We did these demos, and then he was like, "Hey, let me take you to this crazy studio in Gowanus in Brooklyn called Seizures Palace," and that's where. The Swans recorded all their records. Oh, really? The Swans always have these huge drum sounds, yeah. and that's like, it's in a can factory, open ceilings, like real old structure, brick walls and stuff. Then the echoes were just like huge. Wow. You know? So, uh, yeah, and we um, we took it from there and, and did it, and we got really great drum sounds from that. And I mean, yeah, the, the, the whole thing sounds big. Yeah, the drums, yeah, yeah. yeah, now that you mentioned it, yeah. are like 
Zeppelin style. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> I miss that kind of drumming, actually. I miss the sound of, like, rock. Because mm -hmm. I, I don't think... Because rock now is, like, you know... Rock now is, like, what country music and old R&B is. It's, like, an older style of music. Mm -hmm. Nobody does rock and roll as in point of innovation. Yeah. It's become a practiced form, you know, like jazz or something like that. But I miss that sound, man. It's so much edgier than, like... I know now their crazes like a lot of electronic music mm -hmm. and all that stuff, and that's cool too. But sometimes you need someone to shake you. Yeah, I like the <laughs> I like the organic, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. boots on the ground. Yeah, yeah, It's like it was really um, live. I mean, it, it, there's not a if you hear that album and you see you live. I mean, it's there. Oh, it's cool. not like there's any sort of mistaking. Like, this wasn't the band I thought I was going to see. Yeah, oh, yeah. So, well, that's very cool, very cool.
So I know that Nick Cave took you guys on the road. Actually, I did solo shows with Nick Cave. Oh, was it? Okay, mm-hmm. so you, you did solo shows. Was that Grinderman? Or, Grinderman, yeah. So what kind of, what size venues were you playing when you were doing that? Huge. I mean, they called me at work. I, this is, it was crazy. I went to go see them play in New York, and my friend Ratso took me backstage, and I met all of them, and then we went out to dinner, we had a great time. And I'm like, oh, I'm living the fairy tale dream, and i am got to go back to work, and I'm going to turn into a pumpkin again. Going to work, I'm helping this dude who swears that his dick is like way too big for all the jeans that we sell. And I'm like, fuck, this is my life. This is what I gotta do now. Awesome. I get this phone call, and they're like, the theremin player who was, who was opening their shows for them broke his theremin, and he was like, do you want to do shows from DC and then down south? And I was like, do I? <laughs> yes, I do. And I like got all my stuff, went on the Amtrak, got to DC, had never seen an audience that big in my entire life. And I swear, I was like sweating, I had cotton mouth, but they were so amazing. The people and the audiences were like just the sweetest people in the world. And it was if again and again and again, they have like really cool fans. Like mm-hmm. AMT has really cool fans, you know? Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's such a treat when yeah, you Yeah, I mean playing with, yeah. with bands that like you know, you respect A and yeah. they bring a cool audience. Yeah, they totally cool. bring a cool audience. And it's it's so it's just so amazing when that happens and you're just like, This just fell into my lap, you know? And yeah. And they're such you know, the guys in Griderman are just like really cool, down to earth, like Mm-hmm. Really sweet people. They're so much fun to hang out with. You know, I, I think you were probably living the New York dream just because you had a friend named Ratso. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 so. Oh, Ratso's the bomb, man. Ratso. Ratso's a. He broke, um, like, a scar tissue in private parts. and. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, he wrote this book about uh, Houdini, which is amazing. I just uh, read that. And, um, which is trending on Twitter right now. I don't know why. I just happened to, I'm like a fanatic and I like saw Houdini was one of the topics. Wow, yeah. yeah. He's a fascinating life, man. He he knew how to sell. And he was not ashamed of like being a good salesman. And I respect You that. know, I, I like to hear you say that because I think there's too much apology in rock and roll nowadays. It's bullshit, man. Yeah. We're poor. Like, give us your money. I don't understand what the, the whole concept's about. You know, it's like... Yeah. We don't. I don't want to work two jobs for the rest of my life and use this as a hobby. This mm-hmm, is not, that's not cool with me, man. Yeah, no, you guys are too talented for that. Thing, so. <laughs> I, I, I hope that's the best interview ever, man. Well, I'm a fan. You know, I, 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 
I don't want to do interviews with people that I don't really like That's like because awesome. there's no point to it. Yeah. Um, I just want to ask you a couple more. So you did South by Southwest. Yeah, yeah. I was following it from my couch on Twitter. Um, it sounded like a circus. How, how was your shows there? Oh, my God. It was a lot of work, but it was a lot of fun. We had a great time. I did um, I did some work with uh, Chick Chick Chick. While oh, they're, wow. They're great, yeah. They're so... Oh, speaking of bands that mm. are, like, insane live, yeah. it's just... I couldn't, I, I couldn't even, it was so much fun. And there's, there's such fun yeah, Did you dudes. just dance your ass off? Because oh, that's what happened to me. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> totally, totally. And he gets everyone in the game, you know? And it's just like, he's an, uh, Nick Ogre is an amazing front man. I think I was, they're local, like they're from Sacramento area. Yeah, yeah, I think him. so too. I think so too. He was in a band called Out Hub. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They may be the best thing to come out of Sacramento in quite a while. Oh, really that's think. pretty good. It's where the state uh, capital like, is, and California's not doing too well. <laughs> <laughs> not to get political. Um, There's a lot of amazing bands from Cali, though. Yeah, I mean, I, I think music has never been better than right now. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. I, I mean, I've seen a ton of shows. I'm older and whatnot, but like, I'm more excited about what I'm hearing now than I have been in like you know years. So it's good. Yeah, that's good. it is. It is good. I was gonna ask you one more question about. Um, oh, like the scene in Brooklyn, because I like to kind of find out what's going on, who I should be listening to. So, I mean, are is, are you guys part of a, you know, a group of bands that are doing? Because I imagine your sound is kind of different, a little bit out of step from well, what a lot of media like. pays attention to the DIY culture mm -hmm. in Brooklyn, which is its own thing. Um, are you guys based in the city, or are you based in Brooklyn? In Brooklyn? We're based out of Brooklyn, but um, actually the more interesting scene to me is the singer-songwriter scene uh -huh. in, in Brooklyn and in Manhattan as well. Um, only because I just can't believe so many people know how to write really good songs. And it's, it's, it's strange, you know, like nobody likes uh, sort of like singer-songwriter genre is like a big no, you know, mm -hmm. Pitchfork hates that shit, so we can't listen to it. But it's like, man, the best parties I've ever been to are the ones in people's living rooms where people just break out their guitar and just start doing stuff. And it's like really creative and very cool and the, the poetry and like the spoken word. Because that's what New York is really about is poetry. Punk is poetry, right? You know, like the whole 70s punk scene. I, I, I catch a, a Patti Smith vibe to what you're doing in that, you know, there's that intensity, first of all. And, you know, there's the... The lyrical poetry mixed with, like, you know, guitar players. Phenomenal. Yeah, he's the shit. He's the shit. <laughs> so is the rhythm section, too. Nice. <laughs> we were talking about, like, it's a rock show, and it's refreshing to see that as opposed to, you know, like a lot of kind of apologizing or whatever. I don't know what, what, what the, the vibe is, but I see a lot of people kind of like embarrassed that they're on stage. And yeah, I'm like, yeah. this is the money time. This is what you want to do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's the best time of my life. You just got to put it out there. Yeah, yeah. you got to put it out there. I mean, I love that shit. Some people probably think we look fucking stupid jumping around or doing what we're doing, but it's just because we're feeling the music. We're not sitting there thinking about... Am I looking cool or not? Yeah. I'm like, I'm, like, I'm playing the music and I'm feeling the music. And if I look cool, I look cool. You always look cool, man. No, it's not my favorite I fucking song. I'm rocking out to it like I'm fucking. As long as you call me beer, we're good. How is it being on the road with, with a bunch of gentlemen? Everyone else. I love it. She wouldn't know. Yeah, she wouldn't know. Even gentlemen. Even savages. Yeah, how does it like being on the road with a bunch of horny ass fucking cars? <laughs> <laughs> how 
are you guys getting? Are you guys driving in a van or? Yeah, we're in a 15,000 van. We're doing a huge giant bus. <laughs> <laughs> we got the hot tub in the back. That's what you know, but you know what? That, that's yeah. maybe like it's funny because that we and shit. That may be the myth, though. I think a lot of people kind of mistake what actually is involved in being in a band, like trying to make it happen that's on the road. That's why when you're fucking on the stage, just you gotta fucking deliver. You know what I'm saying? Time, yeah. It's like everyone just probably got off work or something. They're tired. They paid to see you play. Yeah. So quit fucking around and have a good time. You know? It's like, yeah. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I I like you know. Having a party. Yeah. Well, it was definitely a party. (laughs) Um, I'll let you guys get back to your business because I know you guys want to relax. You know, one question. This is kind of like a random, and you guys might notice this too, but like I'm watching you guys play, and you being a woman front person and and really rocking it out and kind of owning the whole thing, I see like the girls, the younger girls in the audience are really kind of like, they they look empowered by the whole thing. Like, do you guys notice like a kind of change in like, you know, when you when you when you notice a crowd out there that like, there's that kind of like I don't know. I felt it. it do you notice it? From I always where do you notice that the girls, the random the random girls up front, always know the lyrics. Uh huh. And they're always mouthing them. You know, there's always like some one or two, three girls. You know, especially even like know. tonight and tomorrow night. I'm not a perv like Nick, so I don't notice. He's looking at the chick that looks like a dude on the face. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't notice the chicks that look like chicks. <laughs> yeah. I, I do not judge. <laughs> it is what it is. I think things are changing. Yeah. I think there's so many women in music now, you know, it's like people are even like getting into the industry, getting into like sound engineering and stuff and I I can't wait till like there's more of like female producers and you know, people yeah, have mixing boards right? and stuff like so that. The varieties all yeah. across the, the whole spectrum, yeah. But it, 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 this is a really cool time to, like, sort of, you know, be a feminist. Because, like, you don't have to get married. You don't have to have children. You can do whatever the hell you want. It's yeah. like, it's you're free, you know? It's like, there's no pressure. It's like, we're not going to, we don't need the species to procreate so much anymore, um, you know? Yeah, I, I couldn't <laughs> agree more. I'm going to end it there.
So there you have my conversation with Shilpa Ray and some of the other fellas in her band. That was Nick Hudley, who plays bass guitar, and Andrew Bailey, who plays lead guitar. And if you want to read more about that show, go to the blog, www.whatdovaysaid.com. I did a live review of the show. It was, uh, it was truly excellent. So there. I hope you enjoyed the interview. I know I did. It was a really good time talking with them. Best of luck. They're going to be coming back through San Francisco, for those of you that live in the Bay Area, in mid-May, playing with Philadelphia's Man Man. That is a perfect bill. It's a perfect mix of two bands that have a carnival-like atmosphere in both their music and on stage. So that they're coming to bimbos. Look for that. I'll be beating the drum on that again as it approaches. So... I hope you enjoyed it. I'd like to, again, thank Shilpa Ray and her Happy Hookers for doing the interview, as well as Chris Vineyard over at Big Hassle Publicity, who helped facilitate the whole thing. That's a big shout out to you, Chris. I should tell you what you just heard as well. So let me do that before we get way beyond ourselves, as I am apt to do. The first song you heard after the station ID was Liquidation Sale. And then in the middle there, we played a song called Stick It to the Women. And lastly, closing out the Shilpa Ray and her Happy Hooker set, it was a song called Dames, A Dime a Dozen. And that was a Day Trotter session version of the song. So uh, that's great too. Go to daytrotter.com. We love them. Free stuff. Just sign up. You'll find all kinds of great bands that went in their studio out there in Chicago somewhere. Record some stuff. It's... Uh, Really well done, and you get a little different, you know, flavor than the recorded album. So there you go. All right, so let me get back into what's going to happen in the second half of the show. I'm going to shift gears a little bit. What can I get into? You know, I'm going to play something new off the Jay Mascus record. Jay Mascus just released a acoustic record. It's awesome. I'd love to hear half of these songs amped up, but I'm really uh, appreciative of the stripped down approach. Great songwriter. These are great songs. I'm going to play a song off of that. And then we're going to really shift gears. We're going to get into a whole bunch of shit that I have coming up that I'm going to be seeing and writing about and, and interviewing and all that whole thing. So we'll get into that. It's going to be a lot more electronic-based than the early part of this show. But that's what we do here. We mix it up. And I'm your mix master, Robert Bob Dubé. Still I feel it's not this way 
can take Salem out of the country, but you can't take the country out of Salem. You can take Salem out of the country, but. But you can't take Robert Bob Duvet out of his kitchen when he's doing a podcast for you, my loyal Davidians. Welcome back to the second hour. I hope you've enjoyed what you heard so far. I am going to move this right along because I have, quite frankly, a dog that needs to be walked, a wife that needs to be met, a bottle of wine that needs to be opened. So I'm going to play you just some music. We're going to do some double shots. I want to start by playing. Who am I going to start by playing? God, I'm so unorganized today. We're going to play Circle Pit. Circle Pit is a band out of Australia. Many of you may not know who they are. I actually didn't until very recently, but I dig it. I like it. I'm going to play you two songs by them. One off uh, some early recordings called The Bruise Collection. And it is bruising. I'm going to play you a song called Hurricane, followed by... What, what better to follow Hurricane than with a little bit of honey? Kind of like the honey-voiced Robert Bob Duvet that you know and love so well. And that one's a very different uh, take. It's, it's a new song. It's off a of 7-inch that's coming out. Uh, I don't know that they're coming through the States anytime soon, but I am hoping to get an interview with them. It's in the works, so it'll be on the blog, www.whatduvaysaid.com. So you, I will let you know, and you can go there and read all about Circle Pit. They're a duo, uh, guy and girl. You hear what they have to offer the world, and I like it. It's very, very cool. So without further ado, a double shot of Circle Pit.
There you go, folks. That's Circle Pit. 
Circle Bit from Australia, two very different sounding songs. It's like a twofer band. So you get that more, uh, you know, stripped down, aggressive, white stripey sound. And then you get that more atmospheric thing that they're doing. And that's the, the second one's a newer song, so that might be the direction they're going in. I like the first direction a whole lot. I hope they mix the two because I think it'd be a great sound. All right, without further ado, I'm going to get into True Widow. True Widow just released a record today. They're a three-piece from Dallas, Texas. We love ourselves some Texas here at What Duvet Said About Music. Let me tell you, the name of the album that just came out today, it's called As High as the Highest Heavens and From the Center to the Circumference of the Earth. Yes, folks, that is the title of the record, and it is a handful, much like the band, who have been compared to low, only heavier. I'll let you judge. These are two songs off their brand new record. Don't ask me how I got it, and I will tell you no lies. The first song is called Skull Eyes. Second song is called Night Witches. You could say you heard it here first. The record came out today on Komodo Records. Look for it. They're called True Widow, and here's a double shot.
All right, moving right along. That was True Widow. I hope you liked that. Last song you heard was called Night Witches. Before that, Skull Eyes. I am going to move into a band I really like. It's not really a band. I think it's just one woman, and she's out of Oregon. A very mysterious grouper, but I've played grouper before. This is a brand new song called Alien Observer. And I'm going to play Alien Observer into another band that I really like a ton called Gang Gang Dance. They are from New York City. They are very, very arty. Both these bands. It's like a double shot of the art rock scene. It's not even rock. I don't even know what it is. It's just atmospheric, cool stuff. The grouper record, though, this is the most I've heard her vocals kind of to the fore. Usually they're way buried, and this is not the case on this song. So a little interesting uh, production shift for her. Um, Gang Gang Dance, they released their first single. It's about 10 minutes long. I love it. In the business, this is called a bathroom break song. So I'm going to take advantage of that. We're going to do Grouper into Gang Gang Dance doing Glass Jar. And then I'm going to come at you with a little Salem.
can hear everything. It's everything time.
Oh, that was epic. So there you have it. Gang Gang Dance. Their new record should be out sometime in May. So look for that. It's going to be uh, pretty trippy. That's, that's what they're at. They're great live. Went and saw them with my wife a while back when they came through San Francisco. I loved it. She was like, eh. But uh, yeah, it's pretty good stuff. And if you have some good stuff, that's the show to bring it to. It's, it's quite the tribal dance experience. All right, speaking of quite the show, I'm going to be seeing Salem, who's playing with San Francisco's The Soft Moon, who I interviewed uh, Luis Vasquez on this show before. So I'm not going to play The Soft Moon. I'm going to focus on Salem. They are playing 103 Harriet in San Francisco, south of Market. By all accounts, Salem, very interesting band. Uh, hit or miss live, so hopefully it's a hit for me when I go check them out. Um, based, they're listed as three or four different cities. I'm not going to get into it because, like I said, I'm a bit pressed for time. I'm going to play you a song, though, called Red Lights by Salem. You can judge yourself. Um, and uh, what else can we play after that? I'm going to do a triple shot. It's going to be a mystery triple shot. I'll play Salem. I'm going to go into something else. And then I'm going to go into something else. And I'll tell you what it was after it was hatched.
uh, the last one was Anders Trentamoller. I know I'm pronouncing his name terribly. Anders Trentamoller is a Danish producer, musician. He very interesting stuff. Just discovered him, and he's going to be coming to San Francisco's Mezzanine on April the 16th. That's a Saturday night, folks. He's playing with a full band, and by all accounts, it's quite the show. I'm going to go, and we are in negotiations to have an interview with him, and he rarely gives interviews, so this would be a big coup for what Duvet said about music and yours truly, Robert Bob Duvet. All right, folks, that is the show. That is the second half of the show. How do I get out of it? I'm going to get out of it by playing a band that did not, did not return my interview questions. The Dirty Fences. I still like Dirty Fences, but I'm a little bummed out because I was ready. I was hyping. I was ready to play them. I'll play them again. Maybe they'll hear this and they'll be like, oh, yeah, those questions. We'll send them back. All right, folks, thanks for joining me. As always, on what Duvet said about music. Listen for another tank with Jason Duplissy, my partner in crime, as we discuss all things unnecessary. That'll be dropping on Friday. This show you're listening to is going to be on iTunes on Wednesday, as well as the blog, www.whatdubaysaid.com. You can always find links to all these shows with playlists there. I'd like to thank Shilpa Ray again for the interview. Call us at 415-937-0445 or write us at whatdubaysaid at gmail.com. That is it. Let's hear some Dirty Fences. I forget the name of the song. We'll call the song Boperator. I think that's what it's called. Long hair, baby, thing. She's so fine. I'll forget it. Bob Rita. It just won't do. Oh, these battles, baby, tell me the truth. Hey, my baby, yeah, I ain't got time. So we put this out, put you right down the line. I'll put you right down the line. Oh, baby, Mr. Postman, my baby, I'm gonna you right down, no lie. I'm gonna you right down, no lie. 